Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 18th of November. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. Not really yesterday. I pivoted to too much Anthony Black, the perils of late swap when you make one misprojection in late swap. You get way too much of somebody who kills you. So that was really terrible. I should have made my rule. I was thinking, you heard me, if you were in the Discord, I was saying, I don't know if I should have it be a Cole Anthony or Anthony Black rule. I think they could play together. Nah, it was Cole Anthony. You should have had an or rule and, and having Anthony Black in there ruined all of my good lineups. I mean, it was fine. A few of them cashed, but it's not like, and we're not talking about yesterday anymore. Yesterday is one to forget for me, despite the fact, and yeah, I mean, my early builds were like 55% Zach Collins on pace arguments. So... I'm going to stick with my pace arguments a little bit more today. We'll start right off the bat with the, so obviously we're a little early in the season, right? So sometimes these pace metrics are going to be skewed by blowouts, whatever. So it's only when there's a big difference that I, I make a big stand. And today we got a big difference. Spurs and New Orleans, like Spurs is the third highest paced team. New Orleans is the eighth highest paced team. And these were projected to be some of the lowest scoring games. So like I had to add 10 points to each side of New Orleans and Spurs today. So I don't know how that's going to result in lineups yet, but I just wanted to let you know, pace considerations wise, I'm getting to a ton of, I just had to change that game the most. Dallas, Milwaukee expected to have the highest pace and then um, Spurs or uh, Golden State and OKC. So I have those when I, I'm also setting them to pick because I don't, like, I don't want somebody to slightly project higher because their team is expected to score two more points if I don't believe in that line. You know what I mean? If I, if I think it's a pick em, I'm going to put it in as a pick. And I think all three of these games are pretty I mean, fun games today. Pretty good pick -ems. I probably, I'm surprised I'm getting to so much Miami. There must be value situation there because, I mean, that game's terrible. Miami, Chicago, I'm listening to my heart. These two teams, neither, who's going to go fast? Miami, 18th in pace, or Chicago, 28th in pace? Neither team wants to push the pace. It will not be pushed. Oh, that's my check on Sims alarm. So, you should have a similar alarm where you check overlay at the last second for all your Sims and stuff. So I'm going over here to the Sims. I'm going to have a look. Oh, there was a there was an MMA satellite I hadn't noticed there. One of my one of my favorite satellites. Anyway, okay. So going back to the Madden Classic Sim. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so for tomorrow's thing, there's some overlay and the two dollar. There's more than a hundred. Okay, so I'll take the for tomorrow one for sure. Yeah, that one only has not enough money behind it. Okay, now let's go to Showdown. We don't need any more uh, pitch and putt tickets at this point. I don't, uh, can't use them up fast enough. But at the same time, if that's where the money is, I'll take it on Showdown and put it on the Joe Mixon lineup. Yeah, why not? Okay, so yeah, the other thing people have asked me to do is to show over here in settings where the group rules are. So let me go and do that. So first of all, I never have a min setting. If, if So five gamer, maybe you can consider like $400, $500 of wiggle room. I still think the winner probably is going to, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't notice it was such a such a thin slate. That might be part of the problem. So let's do that. Let's give ourselves a little bit more wiggle room there. Uh, you, you can use all your salary. That's not part of it. So weird rules today. This is the one I instituted today. Roddy or Aldama extended because we have a weird situation today. Tillman is out. Where's my... Uh, Popcorn machine where I was looking at, yeah, Memphis's last game. So Memphis's last game, 
we had Tillman playing 22 minutes and we had a weird blowout situation. So we can't exactly extrapolate. But I think who got subbed out in the blowout is Zaire Williams and Santi Aldama. So Santi Aldama, 25 minutes is wrong. Don't project that. He was pulled in the blowout for Kenneth Lofton Jr. Now there is a question with Tillman out. Are they just going to read this? So how many people were in this rotation? One, two, three, but Marcus Smart is not going to be there today. So one, two, three, four, five. Uh, Luke Kennard is not going to be there today. Six, seven, and Tillman's not going to be there today. Eight. So it's eight people in the rotation um, if they don't add anybody. And we should expect way more minutes for Conchar. Let's see. What are we predicting for Conchar right now? Because uh, Conchar is who got all of the minutes before garbage time in the last game once everybody got hurt so yeah way under projected here he oh no 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 yeah this is all wrong so this is coming from 20 minutes yep i knew they were being okay so contrast should be like 20 28 minutes today uh gotta have him in there gotta have him in there that's a misprojection all the way saberson uh, might even need to leave them a note um, but why is this not, uh, oh, am I still within the rule? I might still be within the rules. Yeah. I need to save my rule or whatever. But when I change a projection, I always 35% contrary. That's about how confident I am. He's the guy that closes. Okay. Now, yeah, I am still within the rule. So no more than, uh, one of Roddy and Aldama. And now the question is, do I think we could do no more than two out of Rami, Roddy, Aldama and Conchar? So, Roddy and Aldama are the, the guys who will be the small ball bigs. And that's like all, all they'll have besides Biombo. And so like, that's not the only role those guys will play. You'll see them come in and play the four, uh, you know, that's Aldama starts being that, but then Roddy comes in and then one of them's the five for a while. So I'm expecting a lot of minutes from both of those guys as the only bigs. I mean, I, I guess Darren Jackson Jr. could play some. Yeah, that's what, that's probably what they have happening here when it's Aldama Roddy and and um all right but canard was on the court these rotations we're gonna have entirely new uh rotations so forgive me if i misproject one of these but smart is gone is out uh canard is out and tillman is out so where's our zaire so first of all let me save this rule let me go to zaire williams make sure i've got a an acceptable amount of zaire zaire do not have an acceptable amount of Zaire. How many minutes? 21. Now, how many would I project him for? I go over two. Okay, so now I'm looking at Popcorn Machine, and I'm looking at Zaire, and I see Zaire had 26 minutes and lost five minutes in the blowout. So I'm expecting him to get 31 minutes today. Why wouldn't you? I don't... I Anyway, we've got massive mis misprojections going on here with Saberson. Uh, they say 20 minutes, right? That's what they got to for Zaire. That's absolutely wrong. I mean, was somebody with Smart ruled in or something? No. Is Kennard ruled in? No. Okay. Then I'm not wrong. And we do have to do the thing I was just talking about, which is to give Zaire Williams a ton more minutes. I mean, like, there's just no other option. I don't understand what's happening here. So math ain't math. And for me, so I got to have more Zaire Williams. And I got to tell you, not my favorite thing to say. I understand he's not great at scoring points, but he's going to be out there 30 minutes at whatever 0. 0.65 points per minute. You absolutely can't ignore it um, on the slate. So, okay. But yeah, I mean, so many people are out from Memphis. That's a lot of the key to the slate is figuring out how they're going to rotate that. Do you think it stays competitive? I mean, Spurs aren't, are not great. So I kind of do think it could stay competitive. 
Uh, besides all of that, what else have I done? I've, I've got my rule. Okay. So I showed you, did I do enough of saying, okay, so you go, the rule is Roddy or Aldama gets extended. I explained why it was. Then you go to use no more than one primary player. And then you go over here and it'll be like a search element. So all of this now, you'll see like the people sign and you click them and it would put Doncic over here and then you unclick them and it takes Doncic out. So that's the way that this you know thing works when you're making rules. Um, I hope that is helpful. <laughs> yeah, so I've got the max one of Roddy or Aldama. I've got the max two out of three of the Minnesota bigs. I love this rule and it enables me to properly project the Minnesota bigs. So let's look at it. Um, so Minnesota bigs are Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, and Nas Reed. Then we go over here to, all right. Uh, so we're, how, how, do, how do I scroll left? I don't know what happened to the scroll bar. Okay. Old man problem here. There it is. Scroll bar. All right. So projection, Carl Anthony Towns, I up by six points. Gobert, I up by six points-ish. Maybe it's 5.5, whatever. Nas Reed, I up by 10, eight to 10 points. And the whole point is what these guys are going to go off. If any, like, so if either of the starters goes the full minutes, they smash. Or if one of them gets in foul trouble, Nas Reed will smash. These are the conditions that I think are reasonable. Now that I've said it, I think Nas Reed might smash a little bit more because um, foul trouble could be significant for the other guys. I think Nasri could get extended 28 minutes relatively easily on the slate. Okay. But anyway, no more than two out of three. So use, and this is, by the way, it starts off as use at least. Be very careful. Always when you're introducing this rule, change it to no more than. I never use an at least rule. It completely messes up your, um, your pool because then you, you have like five possibilities, right? If you have to use a guy. So you're, you're losing all of the benefit of doing simulations, game sims and stuff when you do it that way. We don't need aggregator rules. This is the other thing we would use in a showdown to get different. We don't have to get different today. We have eight guys. When you're choosing eight guys from five teams, there are, uh-oh, can I do it? 120, five games. So that's five, uh, 10, 10 teams, 150, choose eight. That is a lot of people. That's a lot of possibilities, right, guys? I mean, it's so many. Let me do it on my calculator right quick so I can impress you with the sound of the number. 150. I can't do it on the screen because when I hit control T, it'll, uh, you guys have seen me do it before. It takes a screenshot and it makes me go crazy. So there's about 10 to the 12 different possible lineups tonight. So yeah, I can do, I could possibly do 150. I'm actually doing 20. So that's why I don't care because it's 5.24 times whatever number of, you know, it's a lot of possible lineups tonight. Even once I tell you the five or 10 best things to do, like play Dyson Daniels, which you should play Dyson Daniels. Assuming that CJ McCollum is still out, you play Dyson Daniels. Assuming all those Memphis guys are out, you're going to play a lot of Jacob Gilliard. It's fine if you if you have the stomach for it to play 95% of Dyson Daniels, to play 85% of Jacob Gilliard. Seems a little bit much for me. I'm not going to do it. But if you have the stomach for it, it's probably optimal. I mean, like at this point in the day, if we don't get any more news, whatever. Um, I don't think there's any other forks today. I wanted to apologize if anybody used the Collins fork, fork yesterday. They randomly went to... Um, Sandro Mamu Kasvili is the other backup and it had been Bassey all year and he had had a pretty good last game and there was no news of an injury. So we can't do the Collins fork as long as Bassey's not the firm backup. You have to have some sort of solid rotation in the backup and the other games we all, we have, um, it's mostly the, uh, center is the, the four is backing up the five kind of situation. So you can't, you can't get a true kind of, um, the, the sort of thing you would want.
Okay. Uh, yeah, I like the rest of these plays too, though. Paquez, fine. Roddy, great. We just explained why I'm going to have so much Roddy. And I mean, yeah, actually, if the field's going to be so underweight on Roddy, I think that might, I mean, people maybe don't understand his role as big. Like he, he's like, he's like Kenneth Lofton who actually plays. I don't know if that's rude to say. Kenneth Lofton, a bit too assertive, always going to be a negative plus minus guy out there. That's why I don't think. So that's the question for Memphis, right? Does either of those guys, um, Lofton or Vince Williams, start to see rotation minutes? I think they were just seeing time in the blowout there. They were down 16. It was a give up time, right? So I don't think they're going to see rotation minutes because we already did have two of these three guys out and neither, well, the, the only Kenneth Lofton has a real chance because Kenneth Lofton could theoretically play some of the Xavier Tillman type role or something. I don't, I, I just don't know if it works. I, th- I think they have him in mind as like a four later player. So I don't know. I'm not going to put Lofton in there myself, uh, but you can get there if you're you know, being crazy. Like, so Zach Collins, you saw it tonight. Like saw it last night, whenever he doesn't get in foul trouble, he's going to smash. Because because he's big and stands at the rim. We talked about my grandma's rule, man. If you just stand in there, you're gonna score all the points. Uh, Santi Aldama, yeah, actually, now that I now that I know I'm right about this, I'm gonna go up to more Aldama. I mean, I thought it was for sure that Tillman was out, but none of these projections are allowing for Tillman out. So as long as Tillman's out, I'm gonna get to a ton of Aldama. I'm gonna get to a ton of Roddy. And actually, now that I'm saying it, that might be cool. That might be core. I think that. How much do I think Roddy will play? Let me do the actual math. Well, <clears throat> 31 minutes. That's fine. I mean, because so he did close. And so we can see right here who was Roddy and Conchar are the guys that are blowout proof because they closed in the blowout last time. So you can expect them to be blowout proof. And sadly, I guess Aldama is not, although I think with Tillman out, he has to be blowout proof. Like who else are you going to run out there for your like in that situation? So I don't know. I I might have to get to even more Aldama or to more of um. Yeah, Aldama, Roddy. I, I might even let Roddy be, be core if I'm expecting 31 minutes from Roddy. Yeah, because they're only expecting 20, right? Oh, okay. They're expecting really low usage Roddy in 30. Now I have to think about that more. So hmm, I'll let you guys know about Roddy and how high I go on Roddy in the future. For now, I'm going to average. Well, no, let's go to court IQ. I'll show you how I decide this. When I say let's decide about Roddy, what I mean is let's figure out what we expect his usage rate to be. And we can do this with court IQ and we can say, let's go to Memphis. He's been on the team both years, as have both Kennard. Oh, Marcus Smart just got here. Okay, so to, to do a real proper anything, we have to do just this year. It's too bad. I, I'd like to use the last year data set if possible, but that's okay. So with who's off the court, the people who are missing are... Uh, Tillman's off the court, Smart's off the court, and do, 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 do. There's like a third guy who's off the court that's important, Kennard. Okay, so with those guys off the court, what pops? Show it to me. Wash. Now, also, so few minutes. Look at this. I just wanted to point out 64 minutes. Don't take too much. Like, this is a plus or minus. We got one order of magnitude at the most, right? And I don't think we even got that because I don't think you can really expect 60 points from, from Desmond Bain. Oh, really? Like, what is my Desmond Bain projection? It should be, yeah, okay, 50 points. I'm like, it should be pretty high. Like, there's nobody else on this team who can score any points against a pretty bad other team. It's definitely, everybody is in play. Okay. Uh, how can I see? Eh, just Memphis guy. Oh, just go back to value. Yeah, so 
Yep. Now, now I have to project Contra for those minutes. Let me make sure that that was also not a usage thing. Yeah, they were projecting him for for too few minutes. So, with Conchar being projected for those minutes, he's going to become core in my next run, even though he wasn't even in this run. Um, Roddy probably also. I mean, yes, right. So we wanted to go over here. The reason we pulled up popcorn or uh, court IQ was to look at Roddy. Yeah. Still only, well, no, no, no. So this is assuming he played um, 36 minutes. He would get 29 points, about two thirds of a point per minute. All right. Ding dong. Well, Saberson wins this round. They were right. Anytime, So anytime you're like doing a projection difference and you assume it's based on minutes, double check. Because if, if Saberson, in this case, they were right. They were right that um, Roddy with this group of people has not had a high enough usage this year for me to count on what I was counting on. Now, I might go halfway because I kind of feel like Roddy hasn't hit his ceiling yet this year. And I mean, it's been a few games. So I just said, don't be too confident in your projections. And then I was like confident in it. But so I think I think Roddy's going to be a little higher point per minute guy just because of the way he plays so big and assertive. Um, and if he hasn't done that this year yet, that's fine. Who cares? Uh, but yeah, that, generally speaking, if you're making a change here, make sure it's because of the minutes that you're expecting difference. If like Aldama, the minutes that I was expecting, yes, they, they are not projecting him for those six minutes. I have to project him for those six extra minutes. And I think there might be a usage thing difference, right? Cause I'm projecting him for 31 minutes or 31. Yeah. Let's do a little bit less on Aldama 31 in 32 minutes. Yeah, that sounds fair. But yeah, so, okay, hopefully that's been a revealing. Obviously, I will have to rerun this, so I'll just click the button and we'll see how fast it happens. If it happens quickly, then I'll show you the results. If not, we'll talk about it next time. I'll tell you about other people. I forget if I made any other just random bump-ups over here. I don't think I did, aside from the team totals that I already told you about. Yeah, I don't... I didn't disagree with too much. Saberson did a pretty good job today. You know, and obviously you see every projection change. The reason every projection has changed, just to be clear, my process, and I think this should be your process too, look at all the team total projections and see if you agree with them or not. For me, it's based on pace. I go based on pace. Obviously, that's already baked in. I know people can tell that metric. I just kind of try to envision the game and like who on Miami and Chicago is going to go fast. Have you ever seen any of those guys run down the court fast? I haven't seen it. I don't, I if it happens, it happens. I lose all the money. That's fine. I just... This is some of the grossest playing basketball I've ever seen from these teams. I expect a gross game. I expect it to be 102 to, I mean, I expect it to be lower. I was going to say a lower number. 104 to 102 is still a bit high for me. The rest of these games are all basketball teams. They're all trying to play basketball. Those two teams are trying to win basketball games. <laughs> right. That's my, always my criticism of Miami at the end of the day is like their focus is too much on defense or whatever. Okay, fine. All right. It didn't tell me it couldn't meet my conditions. That's always a good start. Good start. A little surprised. I have a lot of conditions out there. 90% Bane's a bit aggressive. However, it's fine. I mean, if, if you got the stones for it, I don't. I, don't, I think there's a chance of a blowout here. What's the chance? 15%? 20%? All right, so let's benchmark it at 80. 80 Bane for now. I'll eat a lot of Bane. There's nobody else to score points today aside from Jerry Jackson Jr., who I assume I have a small amount of. Wow. Who I have none of? Is he not even in the pool? Hold on. Can't have 100%, 11% Jaron Jackson Jr. And hold on. I'm projecting how much for Bain? 49. And how much for Jaron Jackson Jr.? 40? Okay, hold up, hold up. Math ain't math and math ain't math. Triple J. 
I should be projecting 37. Hmm. Okay. What if we go to last year? 37 is pretty low. But but if we go to last year, so I, I now I see how they got there at Saberson. They're using this year's current whatever uh, rates. Let's go to last year, which is a bigger sample size and has two of these three guys, Tillman and uh, Kennard. And if I go last uh, season and I have Tillman, uh, Kennard, and um, and Jaw off the court, then. Who was rocking it? Jaron Jackson Jr., 52 points. So that's what I'm saying. That's why you got to do the back. You got to do, if something doesn't sound right to you, number one, you could just change it because you know it's it's wrong. But number two, double check, right? And yes, I know for sure there's a definite possibility that Jaron Jackson Jr. doesn't get in foul trouble against, who are they even playing? San Antonio? Okay. Now that I've said it, Collins and Wembenyama are going to be a struggle for him. He's going to want to block them. But if he does actually successfully block them, when we all right, no, no, let me benchmark. Let me benchmark myself with this crazy talk about Jaron Jackson Jr. not getting in foul trouble. He's low owned. I love it though. That's the thing. Like if he he could really smash the slate. So I'm gonna go. I'm at, just for the leverage. I'm gonna go thirty percent. I think that's about the chance he doesn't get in foul trouble too. Thirty percent. That's not that's not asking for too much, right? Yeah, I don't think so. So yeah, exactly. I think you gotta have. It's it's closer to a coin flip with Jaron Jackson Jr. and Bain, and I. It, I especially with no Tillman. I mean, they might go the number of minutes for how many minutes do they have for triple J. Cause I might have to bump this up even further. Triple J all oh, 33 minutes is wrong, right? We can go, we can go right here. The other thing you notice about triple J in the rotation from the last game is triple J is the back. Oh yeah. He didn't even get, he didn't get a um, uh, last stint because of the blowout. So that's probably where they're projecting the, the minutes anyway. So I would add 12 to Jaron Jackson jr. Get 34 minutes. And He's going to be the backup five, and there's not Tillman now. So it's possible the 22 minutes from Tillman, they don't want to go just small ball with Roddy. They don't want to just go small ball with Odama. They could try to, I mean, and, 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 or Lofton, right? Lofton's still not that big. So they might try to get Triple J to, to work really hard, right? If he doesn't get in foul trouble, they might have him out there 40 minutes. It's definitely in the range of outcomes. They definitely do not have other dudes. So I think... I think a, a triple J like all timer game is definitely in the range of outcomes tonight, just because of the situation in Memphis. Like if, if they're to be keeping this game close, no. Okay. So that's why I'm going to go 65% Bane is because I think it's not all on him. And the current projection was way too much all on him. And now we're going to get, yeah, you know what? 65% Bane, 35% Jaron Jackson Jr. But that adds up to a hundred. What's the actual chance to keep it close? Probably adds up to, Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's let's keep it at eighty. The chance they keep it close, eighty percent. Okay. So thirty plus fifty. Great. And now Gilliard is fine in a blowout. Conchar is fine in a blowout. Adam is fine in a blowout. Roddy's fine in a blowout. Okay. Yep. Ding dong. So your core for today: <laughs> Dyson Daniels, Gilliard, John Conchar, uh, Santi Aldama, and. Yeah, let's get Aldama up. To he didn't close. Right, but Tillman's out. So here's the problem with Aldama is he's a good player. He's good enough that, like, they don't really want, like, they may not want to close with him, you know what I mean? So I, I, I think I have to cap him just like Bane. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas Conchar's not that. Like, Gilliard, did he close? I've just been saying that. He did not close either. <sighs> okay, so Gilliard's got to have a 50% cap because we can't count on him closing in a blowout. 
Okay. So, all right. So Dyson and Conchar and Bain. No, but that's the thing. I just said it's a coin flip between Bain and Triple J. So I'm not sure I'm going to stay stay with that. So I think I'll go Daniels, Conchar, and Al, Aldama and Roddy. Because all four of those guys are great values. Don't play all of them. You can play all of them. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm backing up on that. It's fine to play all of them. Those guys are currently the best values on the slate. So Daniels, Conchar, um, Aldama, and Roddy are, I think, the most likely to play all of their minutes and reach their value. Uh, Gilliard and Bain, if they do play the minutes, will reach the value. Same thing with Triple J. So weigh all of those things. Um, all right. I've I've now given you plenty to think about for this slate. Uh, I'm not, you know, not telling you what to do. And we'll have plenty of more news. So please join us in the Discord. Leave comments. Uh, yeah, like, comment, subscribe, et cetera, is the stuff I'm supposed to say. We're at almost 200 subscribers now, which is incredible. Uh, yeah, I feel like I have done nothing to deserve that. And I appreciate all of your attention. And hopefully, yeah, I was disappointed with, you know, I had people with some really good early starts last night. Still haven't seen any screenshots, so I'm assuming nothing worked out. But it's another day. Put that behind you. Do not do not hold any animus against any random player from the past slate. This is daily fantasy sports. If you if there is any holdover from the last slate, you must pounce on that. You must, I don't like, yeah, you must use that to your advantage. Uh, I don't see any place where that really stands out. Let's look at ownership. Any real chases? No, I just don't. I don't know what's going on with this Minnesota I don't find any of those values interesting. So I'm crossed off Conley, Anderson, and Jaden McDaniels. They're all fine. If you don't feel that way about them, fine. I'm just, it's part of the, um, just not that of attractive of a game. Minnesota's the slower of those two teams, right? Yeah, 20th. It's possible that in that game, the way they want to win Minnesota versus New Orleans, because New Orleans is a fast team. Minnesota's a slow team, but Minnesota may be a better team, right? So like if they win, they're going to want to win slow, Anyway, so these are my concerns, dude. You've heard all of my concerns. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And um, it's might as well be uh, 